What's up, everybody? We are Throwing a Leather Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Corey. And it is a big time in the MMA world right now. It is Friday, March 4th at the time of this recording. Tomorrow, UFC 272, Covington versus Masvidal. It's the buzz of the MMA world right now. And we both have a lot of thoughts on that fight. But I'm going to let you go first because you were just saying you have a lot to say. So (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is... I haven't been like really really excited for a fight in a while i'm pumped up i'm and this excited just, for this fight. yeah i mean it just gets you going you know no matter who you're rooting for no nah, see pe- people are saying they think this is fake beef i don't think it's fake i if you masvidal doesn't seem like he would fake nah. this no masvidal is, he's well yeah that's colby's persona but jorge doesn't play yeah. games like that no 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 he uh masvidal doesn't He's not faking anything. He he hates this dude. I mean, I'm sure the both of them might be playing it up a little bit to sell it a little bit more, but for for Jorge in particular, this is legit. Oh yeah, this is legit. Um, well, I watched the the press conference this morning. Mm-hmm. That was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, it, I, was, it was I, something. <laughs> you know, like people couldn't even ask ask questions. It was it was just back and forth, back and forth, and. You know, Covington, he won't even let him answer. He just like Yeah, Colby, he he didn't he had no intentions of letting Jorge answer any questions. No, he just ran him over with everything he was saying. And and Masvidal was kind of just sitting there like, you know, keep, all right, keep doing what you're doing. You See, know? one one thing I don't like is I like trash talk. Every MMA fan does. I mean, it's not the sole reason why I want to watch a fight like Oliveira Poirier, for example. There was no trash talk there, and I was stoked for that fight. Yeah. But, Anyone who says they don't like trash talks lying. Yeah, it's it's even if it's just hype to get the hype going. Yeah. You know, that's what it's for. But exactly. these guys, oh man, the, the hype and the hatred is real. Oh, these dudes hate each other. They hate yeah. each other. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I mean, I think the main thing with people saying the beef is fake, they're saying it because they didn't think that this should have been the main event of a pay-per-view. I think that's their fault with it yeah i mean it, this isn't what it's not a title fight and this no, is it's the just, first time in how long it's not been a title fight first time that it well i mean the last time i think there was a non-connor fight that was a pay-per-view headliner with uh no title on the line was uh masvidal diaz yeah but i mean they had the uh the bmf belt but that's not really a title no and Covington wanted that. Usman has that right now, though. I don't know about that. I mean, he knocked out Jorge, though. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't I don't consider that, like, the BMF title. No, but it definitely wouldn't be on the line in this fight anyway, because Colby's not a BMF. Not at all. No. Like, not at all. He said, the I'm the king of Miami thing. Dude, you're from Oregon. <laughs> you're not right. the king of Miami. What? He said, he said, uh, Masvidal's not going to be able to walk in my streets after this fight. I'd like to hear him go down to Miami and say that and see what happens. I guarantee you he wouldn't. No. No way. Dude, like, you're literally you're from Oregon. You're not, you don't even live, you're not even from Miami. Like, Jorge was born and raised and lived in Miami his entire life. I don't know. I feel like that's a little different, but yeah. Like, I mean, he might not live in Miami now. No, but you're not but even he's from, from Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, he's such a – to me, I, I mean, I get all of the the talk and, you know, sell that pay-per-view, Kobe, yeah. sell that pay-per-view. Um, yeah. But he's – He's going too far with some of the stuff. Well, one thing that I even texted you last night and said that I don't like is when fighters bring their opponents, fa- a family into it, in particular their kids. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like that. Le- leave family, leave kids out of it. The moment Colby brought Jorge's kids into it is the moment that I, that I just, I can't, I can't root for him. Not only that, but he's been talking about his his ex wife. Yeah. For- years and then he, he brings dustin's wife into it too like dude why are you yeah. bringing jolie into it like leave her yeah. out of this it's just it's desperate it's desperate he, he no he really does he looks like and he sounds like he's desperate for anything because 
he was on his way out the door. Yeah, and that's when Let's he brought not get the... that wrong. Brazil, that you're dumb. Oh, you feel yeah. the animals suck. That's where that came from. Yeah. You know, he knew what was going to happen, win or lose. He was out the door. Yeah. So that's why he brought this heel. And yeah, I mean, it worked. The dude's about to headline his third pay-per-view since since he did that. So it definitely worked. But, but you know, and Covington's or not Covington, Masvidal's right. He's talking about his pay-per-view numbers. Oh, yeah. He I doesn't. Mean- he doesn't do numbers. Well, UFC 268 did like 700,000, but there are a few factors going into that. A, it was a rematch of a great fight. Usman coming yeah. to one was great. Um, the rest of the card was stacked. You had Thug Rose fighting. You had Gaethje versus Chandler. Yeah. And so, Usman's, Usman's a pay-per-view star now. Exactly. So that's another factor. I'll be interested if, if to see what this does. If you're talking about like, okay, that pay-per-view – I'm talking about Covington last. <laughs> like, I mean, he was in the paper. He yeah. was in the main event. Yes, he was fighting for the title. Yes, but he's not like that level. He's not on that level. No, I think he thinks he is, but he's not. And the funniest part about it all is he was saying that he's not getting any pay-per-view points for this fight. Yet he kept saying at the press conference to buy the pay-per-view. Buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I'm going, tell him about the pay-per-view, Colby. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. So I don't know. I just think I'm I'm I really mean, I, I, to see what it does though. Pay-per-view. Yeah, the numbers. I want to see what the numbers do. Yeah, for sure. I'm predicting but, about seven hundred thousand. Actually, I'm gonna say a little, I'm gonna say under that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna maybe say like a little bit more than 600. It depends on how much of a star Cole, uh, Jorge still is. Yeah, I would say mid-six. I mean, I think anything over half a mil is going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, you know, if Dana doesn't say anything, then it, isn't, it didn't do good. No, yeah, I know. That's what... Yeah. I know. I have a lot of thoughts on the fight itself. Um, Covington, um, you know, he's just a, he's a scumbag. Yeah, you don't you don't like Colby. I, I I can't I ever since like I he came in, like I didn't like him. Yeah. Um he tr- it's like he tries too hard. Oh he he's, he, yeah, he tries way too hard. You know? Um, but the, yeah, the beef is real. Now they were talking about the fight itself. Colby to me is not going to let Masvidal beat him standing up. No, I think – I don't know. I feel like for the amount of crap Colby's talked, he cannot wrestle for 25 minutes. There's no way. I'm telling you, this – this. I don't want to – people buy the pay-per-view. But I don't see this fight being on the feet at all. I mean, I think it also depends on how Jorge's takedown defense is. If he can stop him, yeah. But I, Covington is going to take him down – and lay on top of him for as long as he possibly can. This dude says street Judas getting buried in Las Vegas, and I guarantee to you he's not going to stand and trade with him. I mean, if this fight plays out on the feet like Usman Covington won, this could be a banger. But, yeah, it, it depends. I don't know. Imagine it ends in five seconds. Jorge gets another knee. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, There's no way Colby shoots right out of the gate like Ben. There's absolutely no way. I would fake it if I was Masvidal. You know what I would do is I would come out, fake the knee, and throw a Superman punch. Yeah. You know, and and see, like, okay, you're not going to shoot. I'm going to catch you in the face, though. Again, there's going to be a lot of emotions with this, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens once they get in there and the door is closed. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, out of the two, who do you think is going to be more emotional? Colby. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Masvidal is like just he's everything he says like coming up and leading up to the fight I don't doubt. I I think this fight's make or break for Jorge. Yeah. I mean he signed a new deal but it's make or break in terms of contending for a title. Like if he loses this he'll probably never fight for a belt again. What's his what's his contract? Four fights? I don't know. He just said he signed a new um, deal. I don't know how many fights. I'd imagine probably three. Isn't that what they typically are? 
Yeah, I think it's between like three and four. I mean, he's he's also at like the tail end of his career, kind of, where yeah. I doubt he's, he's signing a, a four fight deal. He's had a lot of fights too. This is his fifty first fight. Yeah, Jorge's been around for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if if Jorge loses, where he goes from here. I mean, he's not going to headline a pay per view again, probably. No, I don't see that. He, I, I think he's like mid pay per view guy. Yeah, I doubt he'll ever fight on a fight night again. He's, pre- he's pretty much locked up his pay-per-view status, I would imagine. Yeah, I think but he's his like... headliner you know, status. Eh. If he wins, though, he's right Oh, if back. he wins, he stays in the title picture if he wins. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because for Colby, this doesn't really do a lot for him if he wins. He just kind of stays at the top. Um, but if yeah, he loses, no... it, hurts. it hurts big if he loses. Yeah, he, if he loses... You know, like like I said, I don't think Basarol has anything to lose. Yeah, there's more on the line for Colby than Jorge. I mean, there's pride and all that, but, you know, he wants to smash his face. Yeah. But. I mean, Jorge, people are overlooking him now all of a sudden because he got knocked out by Usman. People yeah, are acting he, like people, he's a scrub. No, nah, he's, he's going to surprise people. I mean, I wouldn't say he's. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how I was going to phrase that, but. Do people forget what he did to Nate Diaz? Now, I know Nate and Colby aren't the same level, but the beating he put on Nate was pretty bad. I mean, he was beating oh, yeah. up real bad in that he, fight. People forget that. I mean, talking about, like, they'll say, oh, well, he cut him. But before that cut, he was pounding him. Yeah, Nate, Nate, some of those rounds could have been 10-8s. I mean, Jorge was winning bad. Yeah, I mean, if that if he didn't get cut, if they didn't stop that fight, Masvidal's winning that fight easily. He might win 50-43 at that rate. And he might even finish him. It was, yeah, people forget just how bad Nate was losing that fight. If anything, it was merciful that that doctor stepped in and stopped that fight. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now, can that Jorge come back to, uh, tomorrow? If he could, then I would argue it's not going to be fun for Colby. But it all depends. See, I really think Colby's not going to want to stand and trade with him. Either that or that's all he's going to do. I don't know. But I don't he, think he's going to. I don't think he's going to do that at all. He keeps saying, oh, Street Judas's funeral. Street Judas is getting buried in Las Vegas. If he comes out and just wrestles him for 25 minutes, he's going to get booed out of the arena. Yeah, and right now he's being cheered. Yeah, he is. But you know, the Vegas, you know the Vegas crowd, if, if you don't do anything, they're going to boo you to hell. For sure. Especially, yeah. I mean, another thing with Colby is, well, there are a lot of people who say in this fight shouldn't have been a pay-per-view headliner to begin with. So if he comes out here tomorrow night and just wrestles Masvidal for 25 minutes, people are going to boo him worse than they did back after he fought Damian Maya. Oh, yeah. And, and, and to me, that's what's going to happen. I don't think he wants to risk getting knocked out. No, so but he, I think he's going to just take him down, you know, do some, you know, get ground and pound a little bit and then just keep him there. So he can't get up and then sit on top of him like he's been saying. But see, it's weird, though, because his last fight against Usman, he only attempted, what, one or two takedowns? Yeah. So he it didn't wasn't really, a lot. Yeah. Like, look at his two Usman fights. But again, Usman's also a great wrestler. Yeah. Or he really isn't. So, yeah. so I don't know. I just really hope he doesn't wrestle his shit out of him for, for 25 minutes. Like that's just ugh. yeah yeah that's the that's the thing that's gonna be like when they when they made this announcement for the fight and then I'm thinking about it you know and I'm like everything that that plays out in my head like okay who can finish or who can do this it's just Covington taking him down and and just trying to hold him there so Masvidal can't you know he can't hit him. See, like I said, though, I feel like there's way more on the line here for Colby than there is for um, Jorge. Yeah. Because if you're if you're Jorge and you lose, well, no one's not a lot of people are predicting you to win anyway. So, of course, there's a pride thing. But yeah. if you're Colby and you lose, well, it's, it's back to the back of the line. Yeah, he's uh... it's 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 not looking good for for Colby if he loses. But again, we'll see what happens. It's going to be 
I, I'm hoping this is just like, let's just stand in the, in the middle of the ring in the cage. Wang and bang. And just see who the toughest dude is. Well, again, it's such a big rivalry fight that I, I just don't see it playing out other than them standing and trading for however long it lasts. Yeah. Either that or Jorge's going to hit him and he's going to turn into a wrestler real quick. That's the other thing. I mean, like he catches him for a little, you know, if he hits him and catches him. Yeah. I, you know, his instinct is instantly going to go to take down. Yeah. Double leg. Yeah. Or grapple um, up against the cage. I mean, when he fought Robbie Lawler, look at how, I mean, that he attempted. Oh my God. A couple hundred a strikes in that fight. Yeah. If he can do that against Jorge. It'll at least keep things interesting, but I don't know, yeah. man. There's a lot on the line here for Covington. I think there's more on the line for him than there is for Jorge. I really do. Definitely. Definitely. I really, I mean, I could be wrong, but the thing you, you run into if you're Colby, like I said, is if you have a boring performance and you win, well, you might lose fans then. But mm. if you if you lose, then you're going to the back of the line and you're gonna to have to win three big fights in a row to get back to a title shot. Not to mention that like he was already on that, you know, once one foot out the door for being boring. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he had to turn into this clown <laughs> to Colby I mean, McGregor. He's not even selling selling pay-per-views. But no, I mean, I don't know, because it's weird, though, with the ESPN, since they took over, they don't always announce the buy rate unless it's, like, good. Yeah. So, uh, 245's buy rate did never got announced. 268 did, like, 700,000. So, that's why I think, you know, I know I said 700, but I might agree with you. About half a mil to 600 for this. Yeah. Well, what did they say the about the interest? Yeah. Is um, what did they say about the gate? Is the gate already? That's already sold out, right? No, I'd imagine it's sold out. What yeah. What did they say? Sure. 60 million. 60? Oh, probably not that much. Oh, it was. I, I either I thought I heard either 30 or 60. I mean, something like that. They won't get that kind of money till the pay per view numbers come in. Yeah. But it's it's definitely gonna be sold out. Most Vegas cards are sold out anyway, though. Yeah. So I'd imagine this one will because it's such a big fight. And the rest of the card, another thing, people are saying it sucks. It really doesn't. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm so pumped for the main event. I'm like, all I know is the 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 um the co-main. So the card, I'll start with the uh main card because the prelims aren't especially stacked for this one. Um, at least not that I can. Yeah. I mean, the biggest fight in the prelims is Marina Rodriguez and Jan Jonan, which is a battle of top four straw weights. Don't know how that didn't get on the main card. Um, Speaking of the main card, my, my favorite fighter is kicking off the main card. Greg Hardy. I I (laughs) don't, I don't understand why the UFC (laughs) insists on giving this guy main card slots. I don't get it. I think it has to do with, with ESPN too. I don't know, but I'd rather watch John Jones and anybody fight. Well, then again, John Jones and, and Greg Hardy are both questionable people, but at least John Jones is good. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Hardy's not. That's true. Somebody might get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> See, so um, the main card is Sergey Spivak versus Greg Hardy. Spivak is a minus 190 favorite. I am, well, pray, pray to God tonight that he wins. Um, then Kevin Holland making his welterweight debut, which I like that move for Kevin Holland. Yeah. Um, taking on Alex Cowboy Oliveira. That fight. That's a good, that's going to be a good fight. That's flying so far under the radar and I don't know why. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Um, then Edson Barboza versus Bryce Mitchell. Another one that has banger potential. Then RDA and Moicano. So, you know, RDA and Fazeev was definitely a more interesting fight, I think. But Moicano, he comes to fight too. I don't know why people are talking crap about this fight. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And then, of course, the main event. But, you know, I want to go back real quick to the Greg Hardy fight because I was been, I've been thinking about this all week. Does he have dirt on Dana White or something? That he keeps <laughs> getting these main card assignments. I mean, every single fight he has had in the UFC has been on the main card. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. And his first fight was the co-main event on the first ESPN Plus card. The main event was Cejudo versus Dillashaw. And Greg Hardy was a co-main. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, what? Cowboy Cerrone was on the prelims of that card. And Hardy was a co-main on the main card. Yeah, dude, that's... I, I, I genuinely I don't, don't understand because it's just a heavyweight? You see, that was another thing I was thinking. But again, he's not even that good. That's what I'm saying. He's not. He was not, like, great. I, and, and another thing, he was DQ'd in that fight for an illegal knee. Yeah. So, like, I don't that, – that, that's two fights he's done something bad. He, when he fought Ben Sol, Solosi on um, Reyes versus Weidman, that card, he used his inhaler in the corner and had to be turned into a no contest. Mm-hmm. Then he um, lost to Volkov. I'll never understand how he got a fight with Alexander Volkov. I'll never, <sighs> I'll never understand that. Then he beat, he beat DeCastro, uh, Jorgen DeCastro and Maurice Green. I don't think they're in the UFC anymore. Then he got TKO'd by Tybura and then, of course, knocked out by um, everybody's favorite fighter, Tai Tuivasa. Yeah. Uh, and now he's on the main card again. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, again, maybe he has dirt on Dana White or something. I don't know, but they got to stop giving Greg Hardy main card assignments, man. They really do. It is like not even like it's not even like like he's a it's a good fight. No, I mean it's not even that interesting. You know, I mean at least when he fought Tuivasa, it was like okay, he's fighting Tai Tuivasa. Everyone likes Yeah, that was a name. Um I don't I don't I don't know though. I'm looking at the weigh in results because he um Oh, he made weight. All right, that's surprising. He made weight, yeah, two sixty six. When he was at the, um, uh, not the press conference, the um, media day last week, or on Wednesday, not last week. He said that he was walking around. He's two ninety five on Wednesday. Whew. Yeah, yeah, and he was laughing like something was funny. Like, nah, man, that's not really funny. <laughs> like, just have some, I don't know, control. Like, you will see a cutcher for that. Oh, hey, listen, I was, I was hoping that, like, now, if he loses tomorrow, that'll be three in a row. So. Bellator, here I come. L- listen, you know, him <laughs> against Ryan Bader, I don't know. He might he might actually win that fight. Ryan Bader's. The I forget he's at Bellator. Division. He's the easiest fight in the division. <laughs> Speaking of That's which. That's a good one. Um, the commentary team tomorrow night, Anik, Rogan, and Bisbing. Thank God. The first time that um, Rogan and Bisbing are together. Th- this is going to be good. Th- this is going to be good. I, I, uh, DC's getting a little, uh, tired some on, on. Well, I think, I think he's taking it off because his mom died this week. Oh, I didn't know that. So I think that's why he's not, I could be wrong, but that's probably why he's not commentating. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I did see that earlier that Rogan's back for this one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, looking ahead, oh, wow, the odds have come out for the um, title fights at 273. Um, Volkanovski is a minus 490 favorite. And Jan is a minus 400 favorite. Yeah, I knew he would be a favorite. Um that card is interesting. There's some really good fights on that card and it's not official yet with the UFC, but, um, excuse me. Um, Burns versus Chimaev is supposed to be on that card too. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, I want to go back to the co-main for a minute. Sure. Um, who's, uh, uh, the, uh, the Bobby green fight from last week. Oh yeah, um, so he 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 ends up beating him, and Bobby Green comes off a week. Yeah, a he week. had no literally no training camp. All he did yeah. was cut weight. That's all he so, did was cut weight. And then he comes in, and this guy you know runs his mouth. I want a title shot. You know I deserve this. No, you don't. <laughs> you have a chance to fight RDA, right? Is that who it is? He said he took it. He said he, he said, fighted uh, at 170. Dana White said he went to bed thinking that fight was going to happen, woke up and heard Makachev said no. <laughs> yeah. What? So if you're 
you're running your mouth about it, and then you turn around and you don't take the fight. Well, see, the thing is, there was nothing saying he needed to take that fight. But, and I don't think people would have been mad at him otherwise, but he literally said, let's do it at 170. And, and then all of a sudden he says, no. Yeah. Don't say you're going to take it and then don't take it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just thought, you know my, my feelings of, of those fighters. Oh, I know. Because we, um, we share almost the exact same sentiment on them. Yeah, they're, to, to me, they're the same fighter. It's weird. But see, I don't think he's on Khabib's level. I don't. I think Khabib was way better than him. And then who's the other one that you just said about? Makachev? Is that what his yeah, name? That's, that's, yeah, Khabib Jr., as everyone calls him. He's the one that's fighting the next pay-per-view, right? No, no. Um, Jan? Who's that? Chemayev? Yeah, yeah, Chima- no, Chimaev's different. Oh, yeah, yeah Chimaev yes, Chimaev is, he's been training with Till. Yeah, that, yo, the thing with Chimaev as opposed to like the Dagestan guys is Chimaev is so well-rounded. Yeah. Whereas the Dagestan fighters, they're not as well-rounded. I don't want to say they're one-dimensional because they're not, but Chimaev will beat you on the feet or on the ground. That's, that's what makes him entertaining. Yeah, and he's, he's been talking a lot too, saying, you know, he does, he's going to, run through this guy and then he's going to come up and he's going to fight um, Izzy. Well, here's, here's the thing. If he does, if he is going to fight Gilbert at 273 in April, if he wins that, there's no doubt he's fighting for the title next. Yeah. He's well, already he, got so much hype behind him that if he beats a number two guy, he's just getting a title fight. He's talking about Izzy before he even has a title fight in his own weight division. Yeah. See, the thing I have with that is he's saying he'd run through Izzy and Usman beat a top-ranked guy, and then we'll talk about that. I think he has potential to be a champ, but you got to show it against a top guy before you start saying you're going to run through the number one and three pound-for-pound fighters on the planet. One and two, excuse me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I'd rather watch Chimaev over Makachev any day of the week, though. So I think I've only seen one of his fights. Chimaev? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that dude's for real. I think I think so he's better I, than, than Islam. Yeah, I have to do I, I want to see like another one before. And like you said, he has to be the top guy. If Who, he beats Islam? Gilbert Burns, oh no, yeah. Chimaev, yeah, Chimaev. If he beats is or um Gilbert Burns, then you know there's no question he's getting a title fight. Yeah. That'll be that'll be a huge title fight. That that'd be one of the biggest in the history of the division. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. So I have Islam's record up here. And on his win streak right now, here are the guys who he's beaten. You ready? Yep. Chris Wade, Nick Lentz, Glayson Tebow, Kajan Johnson, Armand Sar- Sarukian. I may have said his name wrong. My apologies. Davey Ramos, Drew Dober, Tiago Moises, Dan Hooker, and Bobby Green. Yeah. I mean, the Dan Hooker win was was the highest-ranked guy who he's beaten. Yeah. I don't know. You know, again, here's the thing. Dana Dana said they're going to rebook the Dariush fight. Yeah, I did hear that. Because Dana's mad that he didn't take the RDA fight after he said he would, so. Yeah, he's not going to give him a shot. He wants wants to, you know. Like I said, though, he needs, to me, he needs to beat two more guys. I mean, if he he impressively beats Dariush, that's one thing. Um, but like right now, there's no way you can justify giving him a title shot as of right no, now. There's, there's no, no way. way. No way. His, his resume is not, it's not there. I mean, people say, oh, you know, he's that good anyway. Well, but prove it against top guys. I mean, I'm trying to think of a fighter who ran the gauntlet before getting a title fight. Oh, look at Izzy. Izzy, look how many top ranked guys Izzy had to beat before he had it. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, not that he had to beat. He beat a couple top ranked guys. Um, Usman. Um, look at Oliveira. Oliveira had 28 fights in the UFC before he fought for the title. So you mean to tell me that Islam thinks he deserves it that bad? Get out of here. Yeah. I don't want to be mean and I'm not trying to discredit what he's done, but if he wasn't trained by Khabib, we wouldn't be talking about him fighting for a title. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think it has a lot to do with it. Charles Oliveira, no joke. 
had 28 fights in the UFC before he fought for a title. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you never heard him complain, though. That's the thing. He was just like, no. yeah, all right, next guy up. I, I don't know. And he beat the next guy up. He did. And he beat and he's the next guy after that. The funniest part is, I got to find that. Uh, I know I took a screenshot of that, of the early odds for a fight between Islam and Oliveira. Um, now, yeah, so betonline.ag, these are the opening odds, if that fight were to have happened, like, soon, has Islam as a minus 415 favorite and Oliveira as a plus 345 underdog. What? Yeah. I mean, listen. That'd be I, a, that's I a get, fight to bet. <laughs> I get Islam's a great fighter. I get that. But is he really that big of a favorite, though? And, and like you said, on the ground, Oliveira is no, like. Yeah, people act like Oliveira is a novice. Like, the dude's not the most decorated submission artist in UFC history. That's what I mean. Like, you think this guy's going to just run through him on the ground? It's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious to me how there are people out there who think that those odds are accurate. That's the funny part because they act like Oliveira isn't a high-level ground fighter and how he isn't the most decorated submission artist the UFC has ever seen. But listen, there are people out there who are big fanboys of uh, the Dagestan guys. But Yeah. You know what's funny? (laughs) This just popped into my head. You were talking about Khabib as his his coach. Yeah. So it it reminds me of Rocky – and um, Tommy Gunn. <laughs> really? It, like, you know, like at the end of it, he's always like, you know, you would have never had a shot if it wasn't for Rocky as your man, you know, as your coach. And you're, Ooh, you're, okay, all right. You know I what I mean? From. I see where you're coming so, from. Is it really him or is it Khabib? Is it because he's Khabib's boy? I mean, listen, if he beat Bobby Green and he wasn't trained by Khabib, Nobody would be talking about this dude fighting for a title. Not no. one person. So I think he benefits from Khabib being his, his trainer 100%. I really do. Um, I think he's a very, very talented fighter. Don't get me wrong. But he definitely benefits from who he has in his corner. For sure. Like you yeah. feel, like Tommy Gunn. Okay. You, you, know, you look back. Tommy Gunn had some all right, decent wins. Yeah. If Rocky wasn't his trainer, is he getting that shot right away? No. 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 I mean, and people are saying, how what more does he have to prove? I get that he's on like an 11 fight, 10, 11 fight win streak, but his only really credible win is over Dan Hooker. Not so sure that that warrants a title fight necessarily. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like I said, you need, I need two more top guys before he gets a title shot. I, I can get away if he beats Dariush impressively. I can get away with him getting a title fight off that. But, Where's Dariush ranked at? Well, they're three and four. Islam's Dariush is four. Yeah, they stay flip flopped after last week. And who's two? Poirier. Engage is Poirier, one. And Poirier is not Poirier. even remotely close to fighting either one of them. He's probably not going to fight at lightweight again. I don't think he wants to. Yeah. And Gaethje's fighting for the belt. So, oh, that does remind me. You see what Dana White said? No. About Connor getting a title fight. I, I heard like things here and there, but I didn't see what he said. Yeah, well, he said it depends on who the champion is once Connor comes back. So essentially what that means is there's a very high chance Connor fights for a title when he gets back. And it's probably against Gaethje. Well, I mean, Oliveira already said he would fight him in the past. So if Oliveira gets past Gaethje, I mean, listen, do I want to see Connor fight for a title? Not really, but no. I don't no. I don't want to say I understand if he does. I, I would know why he would if he gets the yeah. shot, but I don't think he deserves it. I don't think there's anybody who thinks he really deserves it. Are you thinking they wait and then Makachev fights whoever the winner is and then McGregor, Makachev, Khabib in the corner, right, revenge? Oh, hang on. I got I to gotta read. Connor sent out a very interesting tweet earlier today. Um, he said, I'll fight that shit stained Makachev, no sweat. Embarrassing GNP the other night, in my opinion. Pitiful punching. And then bottles the RDA fight after mouthing of him, LOL. Embarrassing. Watch when I come back. Same as before. Anyone, any weight, anywhere. Game full of shit stains. 
So those are Conor McGregor's words, not mine. My apologies for <laughs> my apologies for the language, but those are the words of the notorious one, not me. So yeah, I mean, Dana, I can Dana see White's that. probably sitting there like title shot. Yeah, Dana's Dana's definitely like, all right, you know, let, see me, what let me get this guy a title fight, and then you know. He, he couldn't get Khabib Connor too. So watch, he'll get Connor to somehow get the title. And then Connor and Islam fight for the belt. He's like, this is the biggest fight in UFC history. This is essentially Khabib McGregor too. This is yeah. massive guys. This is trending yeah. off the charts. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely, you know, that's, that's in the works. That's happening. Oh, I'm telling you right now, Connor's fighting for a title this year. I guarantee it. I want I'll bet money on that right now. If Dana says Wait, we'll see, if Dana says it depends on who the champion is, that means he's very highly considering Connor fighting for a title. I mean, I think Gaethje would win that fight versus Oliveira. Really, uh, you think Gaethje wins? I think Gaethje catches him and ends up. I think, like I said, you remember when Chandler caught Gaethje or um, Oliveira? Yeah, and he didn't finish him. Mm-hmm. I think Gaethje could finish him. Yeah, I don't think Gaethje plays it as safe. That's the thing. Yeah. But if he's not careful, he could get caught in a submission real quick. Oh, yeah. But I think he just – I think he's powerful and just – he ends well, up taking him. If he knocks Oliveira down, there's no doubt he's going in for the finish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, he's, there's no doubt. He's uh, definitely rushing that. See, I don't – that's a very interesting fight to me. I think that the more I think about that, I think it might be more interesting than Oliveira Poirier. Which one? The Gaethje? Gaethje. In Oliveira. Yeah. yeah. Simply because if Gaethje knocks him down, he's not going to play it safe. You know he's going right in for the finish. Yeah. But, see, Oliveira might, like, bait him. He might let him hit him and then fall down. No Gaethje's going to come in and then catch him in a triangle or a guillotine or something. Yeah, it's – there's – It's an interesting fight. A, yeah, there's a lot of wild rumors going on right now with everybody. I mean, it's it, it's just getting crazy out there right now. The world of MMA right now is wild. I don't, I don't. I mean, you have Ty Tuivasa who hypothetically could fight for a title next. I mean, that's that's wild. Yeah, and I think that'll probably happen. Well, here's um, what my prediction is for that. So take John Jones out of the equation because I just don't see him coming back soon enough mm-hmm. to, to fight for a title. So. Francis is going under the knife later this month and he'll be out the rest of the year. So yep. my, my guess is they're going to do steep a versus Tui Vasa for an interim title. You don't think Ghana gets that inner chance nah, again? Because, because he, he just lost the title fight. But do you think Ghana and uh, steep a get the number one sh- shot and then whoever wins that? See, I don't see. I don't know. It's weird because Gon just lost to Nganu. So say he fights Stipe for an interim title and he beats Stipe. Is anyone really going to want to see him fight Nganu again that soon? I know I wouldn't. No, I'm saying you would, Tuivasa would fight Gon, the winner of that, that fight. But see, I don't know. Cause I think the UFC realizes that they have a star on their hands and tied Tuivasa. So I think they might just give him Stipe for an interim title later this year. I mean, he's on a five I mean, or six fight win streak all by yeah. knockout, so you can justify it. Yeah, I mean, it you makes justify sense. It. I was just like, you know, you know, would they would they want to maybe hold him back a little bit and then have these two fight? He gets the winner, like close enough where uh, you know he could fight for the undisputed title. See, I don't think he beats Cyril Gon. I don't. Tuivasa. Um, yeah. This is going to sound weird, but I think he has a better chance against Stipe. Because Stipe has no, shown... It, does, it makes sense. It does. Because Stipe has shown he's susceptible to getting hit. I mean, look how many times DC hit him. If yeah. he gets hit like that against Tuivasa, he's going out. Yeah. So, I don't mean to disrespect Stipe because as long as he doesn't get knocked out, he wins that fight pretty easily, in my opinion. But if Tuivasa lands and knocks him out, then you have Tuivasa with an interim title. And if Nganu doesn't come back, say for whatever reason, Nganu leaves the UFC, then Ty gets promoted to undisputed. <laughs> yeah. So but I think the UFC realizes they have a star on their hands with Ty Tuivasa. Yeah, they can uh, I mean, they've they've already promoted him more than they have in Ghana. 
It's weird though. I feel like Ty is more liked than Nganu. Oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I, I don't know though with the shoeies and everything. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it gets the crowd. The crowd's involved. It gets everybody involved. Oh, the dude, and he now he has like the Nelk boys behind him, and Dana White is in love with them. So it, yeah, it definitely makes for a good fight. Now, think about the Nelk boys. That brings me to another fighter, Sean O'Malley, who is also involved with the Nelk boys. Where do you think he goes now? I don't think he gets a title shot anytime. No, soon. no, no, no. I mean, right now he's at number twelve. Do you give him oh. Cheeto, who in a rematch, who's ranked number eight? Do you give him Cruz? Do you give him Munoz? Do you give him Rob Font, who's ranked five? I mean, I personally would do the rematch with Cheeto Vera. Get that out of the way. See if he really is better. I don't think he wants Cruz. So that fight will probably happen. Cheeto Vera. And O'Malley? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think he I don't think O'Malley wants to fight Cruz. See, it's weird because I feel like Dillashaw and Jose Aldo is the most logical fight considering they're two and three, but mm-hmm. I really want to see Aldo and Dominic Cruz. You know, the two best champions from the WEC days. See, I mean, yep. Who wouldn't want to see me? Yeah, Cruz. Where's Cruz ranked at? Seven. Seven, okay. I mean, it couldn't make sense for either one of them, but I don't think, I don't think O'Malley wants Cruz because – for him, that's a bad matchup. Yeah, Cruz's footwork is tough. It's tough to to solve. Yeah, and, and O'Malley just wants that knockoff, you know, their knockout uh, walk-off. Yeah. I mean, listen, here's another curveball. O'Malley's ranked 12. There's a, there's a chance, I would imagine, they just give him another unranked guy. <laughs> that's crazy to me. I, like, but I think he's on a he, new deal now, though, Sean Yeah, O'Malley. but he, he don't want – he doesn't want to fight like ranked guys. Like he just doesn't see like, if he's on a up. if he's on a new deal, then he very likely might fight another ranked guy now. Cause he said as long as he was getting paid the same on his old contract, whether he fought a ranked guy or an unranked guy, he was just gonna keep fighting the unranked guys, which makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. So now if he's on a new deal getting paid more, I would like to see him fight some ranked opponents. Yeah, I, I think that that Cheeto Vera fight has to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think O'Malley would take that fight. Well, O'Malley, in his mind, won that fight. Well, yeah. I mean, but, you know, if, if it was a close decision, maybe a robbery, that's one thing. But not when you get knocked out, you know, typically. But yeah. You know. And then there's Connor, really- who, who probably thinks he won the third Poirier fight. <laughs> yeah. I think Connor thinks he's one of wins a lot of fights. He's not even close. And the, the more I think about that, and even rewatch that fight, it's sad to see the state Connor was in after that fight. I mean, he was on the ground, his leg getting worked on, and he keeps yelling "Doctor Stoppage, Doctor Stoppage." And then Rogan comes over, and and he starts yelling to Dustin, "Your wife is in my DMs!" Like, oh my god, that was so cringy. Yeah, that like, was cringier on, than anything that happened at the Covington Masvidal press conference. Is, is he the biggest superstar to fall from, like, like superstar status to where he's been at now? Like, oh, no, Ronda was pretty bad. Ronda was Ronda her fall was, bad, was Her fall was tough. But, but Ronda got out before people can really, like... I don't know. I think Ronda got embarrassed worse than Conor did. I mean, she was untouchable uh, for uh-huh. however many fights she won and then got absolutely dominated by Holly Holm and Amanda Nunes. But that's only two. I mean, it's, I also, can... it's also the way she handled it, not talking to anybody about it, going into yeah. isolation. I don't know. Yeah, Connor but I think she was, she was always like that after a loss. Yeah, Connor, especially after the second Poirier fight going into the third, his trash talk attempts were just really bad. Really yeah. bad. And the best was at that press conference when Dustin goes, not McGregor fast, McGregor sleep. <laughs> yeah you know and that, like I said there was why we, we watched that fight yeah if if McGregor doesn't get hurt he's out of that fight in round three who Connor yeah yeah he's not even coming close to touching him 
So, I mean, I don't know what his plans are or whatever, who he wants to fight, but... No, his plans are to fight for the title when he comes back. He's he's not even remotely close to what that, he was. Listen, that, his plans are to fight for the title. Here's what I would do. Looking at the, the lightweight rankings right now, here's what I would do. I would have um, Poirier and, and, and Nate Diaz make that fight at 170. And... Yep. Connor and Michael Chandler. Whew. That's a Chandler big fight. Smash him. Chandler deserves that big payday. And that's a very entertaining fight because they're talking about Chandler and Ferguson. Please, for the love of God, do not make that fight. That fight's going to happen. I know it's going to happen because it's, it's an easy win for Chandler. Yeah, that's, At least that's on paper work. it is. But if listen, if El Kukui shows up, not Tony Ferguson, but El Kukui. Then it could be bad for Michael Chandler. <sighs> I don't know. There's a lot of lot Two years of stuff. ago at this time. If it's March of 2020 and people are saying, yo, Chandler and, and, and Tony Ferguson are gonna fight, I'm getting real excited for that fight. Yeah. Two years later and three straight losses for Tony, I'm not super psyched about that fight. No. But Chandler McGregor, that's a fight that could sell. That's a big fight. And Chandler's a top five guy. So if Connor wins, then he probably gets a title shot. Yep. But then he could at least say he beat a top five guy, even though I don't think he deserves a title shot after that alone. But he could at least say, oh, I beat a top five guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no matter what's going to happen, he, he's going to get what he, he wants anyway, because. Well, I mean, he, Connor brings in money. That's the thing. That's what it boils yeah. down to. Like, let me look at his pay-per-view numbers real quick. I know this is kind of off topic, not kind of off. I was very off topic, but um Connor's pay-per-view numbers. No, that's not it. Hang on. Technical difficulties here. Um, so his first, his lowest pay-per-view buy rate of a card he headlined was UFC 189 that did 825,000. Every card after that did over a million. Yep. 194 did 1.2. So let's look at his last couple. So um, versus Khabib did 2.4. Versus Cowboy Cerrone, which wasn't even that big of a fight, and the card wasn't that great, did 1.3 million. 257, uh, the Poirier rematch did 1.6, and the trilogy did 1.8. So when you're bringing in those kind of numbers, Dana doesn't really care if you're winning or not. No, not at all. He's, he's going to get a title fight. <laughs> That's Con- crazy. Connor is going to fight for the title. That's nuts. And and there's nothing any of us can do about it. He is going to fight for that title. And, it, oh, hold up. I just saw the um, the, the weigh-in pictures. This is really off topic. Um, Jorge Masvidal has a painting of his um, knee of Ben Askren on his uh, left shoulder up here. It's like, I know you guys won't be able to see it, but. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, That's fun. when is the way the weigh-ins? When's the well the ceremonial weigh-ins are tonight? Yeah, I, the I don't know what time. But over. Yeah, the actual weigh-ins are over. Um, let's see if Connor deleted that tweet about Islam yet. Yeah, that's gone. Wait, is it? Hang on. Uh, no, it's not. It's still up there. That's two hours. Um, let's see what else he said. He said, am I the only one that sees this stuff for what it is or what's the, the craic? I don't know what that means. Um, I hope that's not like a, a like the F word or something in, in Irish. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies if that's what that is. I'm sorry. Um, not a scratch, man. Embarrassing. I have no idea what he's trying to say. Um, no. This is a good one. I open skin like I'm a scalpel. Okay. All right. Um, this, let's see. The sooner the better the this leg heals fully and we could get the F back going again. Proper. It's coming 100%. My next scan is this Monday. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Connor is as drunk as he can be right now tweeting again. <laughs> Sp- speaking of drunk tweets, and we'll elaborate on these a little bit more in the uh, episode we're going to do this weekend. Um John Jones officially announced that his fiance is leaving him and not coming back. That's it. That's no news. Um, he deleted that tweet though. He deleted that tweet. Um, one thing that I do 
want to mention though is the arrest video came out did you see that no that was tough to watch that that was tough to watch um he was clearly intoxicated and he started banging his head on the cop car um i think he said hurt me kill me and he called the the cops officer nerd oh jeez yeah no all joking aside though that was um that was tough to watch so i hope he straightens things out but um yeah that was tough also, free Kane. Yeah. Free Kane Velasquez. That's a tough uh, situation there for him. I don't think anybody is against him right now, though. No, I mean, I, I get where the whole, you know, where he's coming from. But, you know, I also get, like, you can't just go and allegedly shoot somebody. Oh, yeah. You can, yeah, you can't do that. But, you know, like, it's... <laughs> It's if, tough. That's if it was his daughter that that guy did molest, then you can't sit here and say you don't see where Kane was coming from. Oh yeah, I mean, I think anybody in the world would be like, yeah. I mean, if if that happened to anybody's child, I mean, that's like something that pro- possibly goes through their head is like, you know, if I can get a hold of this guy, you know, that's. <laughs> That's yeah. it. So it's again, it's a tough situation because it's tough for Kane because he's facing, if convicted of the um, attempted first degree murder, he's at the minimum facing 20 years in prison and a maximum of life. Um, plus, there are a bunch of other charges. So hopefully, Uncle Dana gets him some lawyers. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's ever been in trouble with the law. Yeah, um, I, that, I, that I'm not 100% sure on. I can't, I can't. So, I mean that, that that I can't really say what would happen or because the the justice system is pretty crazy. Yeah. But it's anybody's guess as to what's going to happen. Yeah, that's it's just the whole thing is rough. Now, switching gears a little bit and I know this is completely off topic here. Um but talking about the heavyweight division again, Stipe is going to be 40 this year. Yeah. What are the chances you think he retires? Uh, I, I could see him fighting maybe two more times. See, I think if he fights Ty for an interim title, that might be it if he loses. Well, yeah. I mean, if like I said, if he fights, my thing is if he fights two more times, he wins the title. That's what I'm like. He, he beats Tuivasa, two fights one more time. And then, because the thing is, he takes so long in between fights. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, he, he's, he's a once a year kind of guy. So, if, you know, I could see maybe two if he wins a title. But like I said, if he loses, I could see him, you know, retiring right then and there. I think, I think he deserves a fight for the undisputed title one more time. I mean, if they let DC, who only had two title wins at heavyweight, fight for the undisputed title again before he retired. Then they should let Stipe do the same. Yeah. Honestly, I'd be all right if they just said, okay, Stipe is going to fight in Ghana when he comes back for the undisputed title. And that's, that's it. I'd be like, all right, you can't deny it. Yeah. That whole thing is another whole ball of wax with them. I, st- I still think in Ghana's done. I still don't think he's coming back to the UFC. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even. Until he's healthy. You know, I can't really say anything like what he, his plans are. I might have deciphered this incorrectly, but Tyson Fury was on the MMA Hour with Helwani this past week, and he said that his next fight's his last. Yep. And he's going to go to just, like, money fights, like a fight with Nganu. Because he said he wouldn't have any belts to defend at that point and be able to just go and do what he wants. So, if, if that's... True, and he, you know, fights and beats Dillian White, which I don't see how he loses that fight. Then he's like, okay, I'm, I'm done, and he retires, gives up the WBC belt, the ring belt, all that. Then he goes and he fights in Ganu. Well, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's no obstacles there. Yeah. I, I feel like a Fury... I can see that definitely happening. Because he said he would fight Francis in a cage with four-ounce gloves, but stand-up only. Yeah. I mean... You know, that that's definitely an interesting rule set, but I feel like if that's a boxing fight, it just pays a lot more. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think when Ngannou comes back, you know, obviously we have to see what the UFC's plans are, but I can I can definitely see him fighting in in a boxing match versus Fury. That I could definitely see that happening. Honestly, I I genuinely think there's a bigger chance he fights Fury than he fights in the UFC again. Yeah, I would give those. Because again, I, I would give it like a 75 percent chance. Technically speaking, technically speaking, Francis Ngannou is no longer under contract with the UFC. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's interesting to me. Like, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? And I don't know. Um, I know there's a champions clause, but if he gives up that title, he can just walk then. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting though because imagine he does do that. Imagine he's like, eh, I'm done, and he relinquishes the title, and then he just goes to boxing. But I don't think yeah, he, I, can, I don't think he wants that. I think he wants to keep the title while he boxes. Yeah, yeah, I think he wants to do what McGregor did. See, the only thing is he doesn't bring in the numbers like Connor does, and Dana knows yeah. that. And, and you know what though, maybe, maybe if he boxes, he gets more eyes on him. And then comes back to the UFC and brings those people with him. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine that. I wouldn't doubt that that happened with um, uh, Connor. Yeah, I mean, you, you get people who are just in the boxing and they saw him and say, well, you know, let me check this out or, you know, let me see whatever. And then I'm trying to look up the UFC 270 buy rate. I don't, yeah, they definitely did not announce that. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, someone said they think that the buy rate was about either I've seen either two hundred thousand or about three hundred and fifty thousand. For UFC two seventy. Yeah. So I mean, if it was two hundred thousand, that's bad. Yeah, that's that's good. Real bad. So, I mean, then if, if you're the UFC, but, you know, that card also ended up not being very stacked because so many fights fell out from that main card that, mm-hmm. I mean, here, here was the main card. Michael Morales versus Trevin Giles, Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Cody Stamman, Michel Pejea versus Andre Fialo, Figueredo Moreno, and Nganu Gan. Yeah, that's not. Now, again, I, I did buy that. We did watch it. Michael and I, we did a fight companion for that. It wasn't terrible, um, but, you know, at $75, that card was worth, even with the title fights, at the most, 40 bucks. Yep. I mean, it just wasn't. And I think that's what the UFC needs to do. I think they need to set sort of a, like, if it's um, a non-title fight headlining or something, make it, like, 50 bucks. I feel like this should bring the price down if it, isn't it, there's no belts on the line like tonight for tomorrow for example more mm-hmm. people would be inclined to buy that with with if it was less being that there's no titles on the line well that's the espn right there yeah dana even said that which i don't doubt i don't doubt um usually i i'm not a hundred percent of a believer in dana white but i i i believe him in that i, I do believe him when he says that so, you know, tomorrow is going to be interesting to see what it does pay-per-view-wise. I don't know what 271 did. So. Yeah, you froze up a little bit. But... Oh, I did on my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. I said it'll be interesting to see what tomorrow does because I don't know what 271 did. Yeah, it's – I would say low sixes, mid sixes, maybe. Just because of the, you know – the bad blood. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if I'd be surprised, though, if it did do a million. I would definitely be surprised. It, again, it depends on the casual fan interest, because if the casual fans are into it, that's where, that's where it's going to come from. Because, you know, the diehard fans are going to get it no matter who's fighting. Yeah. It's the casual. I, I don't see. I don't see it that that high at all. No, nah, I, I, I that's I don't know. 
it's, it's probably going to be half a mil. Half a mil to 600,000 is in my. Yeah. Again, it depends on how people see the, the main event. If people see it really, really big, then they might come out and buy it. Yeah. We'll see uh, what happens. We'll see. It's weird, though. I feel like at this point last year, we had much, much bigger fights scheduled and even taking place than we do this year. Yeah, it's kind of a slow, like, starting. like there were four title fights in March of 2021. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's starting off slow, but it's, I mean, next month it, isn't it's that. It's definitely going to pick up, though, for sure. Summer, I mean, obviously, you have the Nunez Pena rematch at some point this year. That's going to be big. Do you think that headlines a pay per view? No. I don't know if I'd be surprised if it did. I think that's got to be on another title fight. What if co-main they, event? What if they do that as a main and like Thug Rose as far as a two as a co-main? No, I think I it think also they... depends on how the Ultimate Fighter does. Like, if the ratings for Tough end up being really, really high, maybe they'll yeah, be on, uh, uh, as a main event, I, I would imagine it'll be a co-main though. Yeah, I would say still say a co-main. I mean, if it was Nunes and another like really big, like Pena's not that big as Nunes. Look, if it was Nunes Cyborg too, that that could be a main event. Yeah, I would say that. But, yeah, like I said, Nunez isn't or uh, Pena's not that level. No, but even imagine, though she beat her, but <laughs> imagine Pena wins the rematch. Who knows? I, I at, at this point, I don't know anymore. It's wild because if she does, Amanda still has another belt. <laughs> yeah, got the featherweight title, which I mean doesn't really mean anything because there's not even rankings for that weight division, but. She could easily just go and like, all right, you know, so I lost that belt. Not going to get that back right now, but I'll go defend the other one. Yeah. Because Pena was saying that they were going to fight for the featherweight title, but I don't see that happening. She makes, she takes both from her. See, the UFC is not going to, not going to let that happen. Cause if, if Pena wins the featherweight title, the division's gone. Cause she doesn't, she doesn't command that star power that Nunes does. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. You got a couple of fight nights coming up and then before the next three fight nights before the next pay-per-view, which is on April 9th. And um, on paper is looking pretty good. 273. 273 looking is very good. Is looking very good. Um, and then 274 is on May 7th. I don't know. Uh, oh, I guess it's not going to be in Brazil. It's not going to be in Brazil. It says here on Wikipedia, the event was originally linked to Rio de Janeiro, but it is going to take place in Phoenix. Mm. Where's the, Uh, aren't they going to London? Yeah, they're going to London in two weeks, I believe. Uh, Yeah, March, March 19th. Um, That's interesting though, because Alexander Volkov is headlining that against Tom Aspinall and Volkov's Russian, but, uh, Dana White said at the press conference, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I saw that part. Yeah. That they have a plan in place. I'm telling you right now, the plan is Tui Vasa. <laughs> a light heavyweight? No, no, that's a heavyweight fight. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, they said he might not be able to get out of there. Yeah, so. it, de- it depends on, on how things progress. I mean, if the situation gets worse, I'd imagine they're just going to say no more Russian travel. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens, though. But Tom Aspinall, that dude, look out for him. That, that dude's legit. Uh, I don't yeah, want to. could be nice there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's a big fight. It's a big fight. Um, I don't want to go too much into um, in any more detail now because we've got another episode we're going to do tomorrow and talk about more stuff that in there. So, um, yeah, UFC 272 yeah. tomorrow. No fight companion for this one. Probably not a live show either. You want to wait to do the predictions tomorrow? We can uh, or do them now. I mean, do you want to do a, uh, a, a live show tomorrow or, or not? Nah? I mean, no, we, I mean, I think we could do our predictions either t- tomorrow for one of them. Yeah, we could just do something like that. So um, that pretty much wraps it up for now. We have we have some things planned. Um, Corey, I know I got to talk to you about it a little bit more. But I know we've already spoken about it a few times about potential guests on the show. Yeah. Um, I have talked to, I mean, it wasn't anything real formal, but um, informally talked to a UFC fighter 
about potentially coming on. Um, I got to follow up with him on that though, before I say anything about who it is or if it's even going to happen again, very, very informal, very, very brief. It might not happen, but there is a possibility. So um, yeah, that, that pretty much wraps it up for today. You have anything else? No, I just, I'm ready for tomorrow night. I'm hyped. This is going to be I'm oh, hyped. Su- super necessary. <laughs> so ready. Masvidal just, oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm this is the biggest, you. biggest rivalry fight. And I like, I can't remember like probably Chuff Tito. I'd say it's the biggest rivalry since Khabib McGregor, but the biggest teammate rivalry of all time. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it, it Stylistically, I think. Well, no, you could say that McGregor could be too. Yeah, stylistically, that wasn't real close. No. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm pumped. I just, I can't wait. I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be a banger. Yeah, absolute banger. Um. Yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. I think for this episode, we'll talk to at you guys more this weekend. Got an episode or two planned we're going to do tomorrow. And then uh, it's time for fights. So watch UFC 272 this weekend. Uh, Whatever way you want to. Buy the pay-per-view or or don't. Make sure you buy that pay-per-view. Yeah, tell them buy the pay-per-view. Buy that pay-per-view. Tell them buy the pay-per-view, Colby. (laughs) Buy that pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. I was was pissed at myself every time you said that. Yeah, it was funny. Buy the pay-per-view, Colby. Tell them buy the (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. That was that was hands down one of the funniest press conference moments I think of all time. I, I just found it funny because how much you kept repeating it. Yeah. Well, and, and I have some more stuff on it, like some of the press conference for and, and obviously the weigh-ins tonight. We'll talk Ooh, about that more tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about all that stuff more tomorrow, but we just wanted to do a quick and maybe not so quick, just like an hour episode. Uh yeah. <laughs> talking and stuff. But uh no, we'll 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 do another one or two tomorrow, get those out. So um have anything else? No, I'm spot in. I'm just I'm ready to go. You're ready. I'm, re- I'm ready too. So yeah. uh, about 20, 31 hours. No, Oof. 31 hours until. Uh, I feel like I'm ready. Like I'm going to be in it. <laughs> oh, my God. T- tomorrow. Uh, I mean, I'll sleep tonight, but tomorrow's yeah. going to be very, very long until 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Very, very long. Um, so we're going to leave it off there for today. Uh, We'll see you guys later. We are throwing a leather. I'm Justin. I'm Corey. Enjoy the fights tomorrow, guys.